0: And welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this solo episode, I touch on client outreach, one of the backbones of any creative business. Smart artists don't wait to be discovered, they go after their opportunities. In this show, we touch on why reaching out to clients is extremely important, how often you should be doing it, and what is an effective framework you could follow. I will also discuss the main mistakes that I see artists making when they do client outreach and share with you the effective method that I use to do that myself in my business today. If you're running a solo business, this episode will help you get focused and get better results. And if you're thinking of making the leap, it will provide you with steps that you can implement today to get those first assignments. Enjoy! This week, I like to discuss client outreach and why you should be doing it. We will look into the main mistakes that freelance artists make when it comes to reaching out to clients or not even doing it. And steps, I will give you steps you could follow uh, and implement to start reaching out to your ideal clients and reaching out for those uh, dream assignments. And I want to start by announcing a challenge that I'm running with my team that is really on topic. Uh, it's called the Client Outreach Challenge, and it is it is designed to help you land a dream assignment in four days. And I want to tell you shortly about this um, challenge before we get into the content of this episode. This challenge is essentially an email challenge through uh, throughout four days. So it's a four days email challenge. Uh, so every day you will receive an email from me with a pre-recorded lesson, with, um, with uh, strategies and information that you could implement right away. And uh, we will also have a, a pop-up group. And I will also be there to guide you throughout the process of Uh, doing client outreach in an effective way. And this is for you if you are freelancing already and you want to find a more effective way to reach out to clients, but also find a way to keep them and have them coming back for more and assigning you with projects often. Um, And it also it is also for you if you are just starting and you want to Um, you know, experience a framework that will give you a quick result, right? So have that first win that will give you like the courage to go all the way into freelancing, right? So in throughout this challenge, um, you will experience something that I call the Three C's of transformation. And let me explain shortly about this. I think I, I talked about this in previous episodes, but I, I really believe that you know, for someone that is stepping into the position of um of going freelance, you will require a bit more than just applying some techniques or strategies. It really requires a different attitude from you. It it really requires um, stepping up in the world in a different way. And this is why I think that it really requires kind of like a transformation from your side. And I think that to create that transformation, um, I in my programs, I use what I call the three Cs. Um, So In this challenge, you will experience those three C's uh, that I use in my programs, specifically my coaching program for lettering artists and illustrators that will be opening registrations right after the challenge. So the challenge is sort of, um, it's going to give you like a taste of what the program is and how the program works. And regardless of whether you decide to join the program or not at the end of the challenge, the challenge will be really... Um, a great experience and will really give you results in just four days. So I really encourage you to join the challenge um, regardless of whether you decide to join the program afterwards. But if you're also interested in my program, in my coaching program for lettering artists and illustrators, um, this will be a great um entrance into the registration window. Uh, Also, those that sign up for the challenge have priority access to my coaching program, which, as you know, has limited spaces. Uh, We only take a small group of students every time. So, um, uh, sorry, we only take a, a small group of members every time because we really like to um, nurture them and guide them throughout the, the entire program and really um, get to know each other and uh, be companions for their transformation. So we we keep the group small um, and th- therefore those that sign up for the challenge have priority access to the uh, coaching program later on. Still, if you want to join the challenge, you should go to martinaflor.com slash challenge and you can sign up for free. The challenge is starting soon. Um, So as I said, the challenge will give you a taste of what I call the three C's of transformation. Um, And one of the C's stands for course and information. So whenever you need to do a transformation, you need information, you need frameworks, you need the fundamentals, right? And the email challenge those emails that we will receive every day uh, will give you that information, that um, training, the course, let's say, and uh, will give you that information that you need to do that transformation. The other C stands for community. So the challenge also um, offers a Facebook pop-up group. So we will uh, have a pop-up group uh, with all the members, all the people that is taking part of the uh, of the uh, um, challenge throughout those four days, where you will get to meet peers that are on your same journey and that are doing the challenge, and you will uh, you know receive all the encouragement and the peer support that you need along the way. Um, and the third C stands for coaching, so I will be there. Guiding you all along the way. I will be uh, answering your questions on the Facebook group. I will also host a live session at the end of the challenge where I will answer your questions and I will address any problems or challenges that you have uh, gone through along the way. So, it really, the challenge really. Is really designed for you to get a result in four days and to reach out to those dream assignments in in just four days. So as I, as I said, if you're already freelancing, this will give you perhaps a different approach to doing client reach out. But not only that, it will also give you an idea of how you can retain those clients and have them giving you work uh, consistently, which is one of the challenges of being a freelancer. Like you know, navigating those ups and downs. Um, so this challenge will be really effective or useful in that sense. And if you haven't started your own business yet and you're thinking of making the leap, this challenge will really give you a taste of what it takes and the things you need to actually make it happen. So again, you can sign up for the challenge on martinaflora.com slash challenge. And now I would like to... Um, and I hope I will see you there, of course. I'm really looking forward to um to run this experience for you. My team and I have been working in- intensively in the last uh months to host this experience for all artists out there, and we are really um, we're really looking forward to see which results um, it creates in your lives and businesses so now let's jump right into the content of this. Episode why client outreach is important, and we have debunked a lot of myths um in previous episodes in this series of solo episodes that i'm uh, that I'm currently running in this show um that you know we have there's so many myths around artists and what they can achieve right and one of the myths around artists is that you need to be discovered you know we often hear these stories about like an artist that was discovered by some mentor or some curator and made them succeed in what they were doing right there's this myth of um of yes that you at some point either you are discovered or you're just gonna live in the shadows forever, right? And, And this is really a myth. Sometimes it's used as an excuse because oftentimes, or many of us artists, we fall into the category of introverts. And um, you know, we we like to spend time on our own, creating our art. Uh, you know, we like to be in the zone, just doing what we do and just spending hours on that thing. Um, so we really enjoy that, that time on our own, right? And thinking or saying or putting the responsibility of our success in someone else's hands is also a way of like, letting go of that responsibility and just keep on doing whatever we are doing and enjoying that and stuff, right? Um, However, this is really a myth. And um, the experience has shown that those that go after the opportunities are the ones that that have more chances of getting that. And I can say for The people that I have interviewed in this podcast that this really holds true. And I can say from my own experience that um, I have really gone after my own opportunities over and over. And this is why I have landed some of them, right? I have some of them had are mine and have been mine. Uh, So, and I have to say that in one specific episode of this podcast with Luca, with calligrapher, Italian calligrapher Luca Barcellona, he mentioned that he never had to do client outreach. And I was really surprised when I said this and I thought maybe I should say something to my listeners about this. Maybe I should make a point uh, about this to my listeners. And I didn't do it at that time, um, but I want to do it now. And I want to say that this is not true for most artists. It may be true for Luca. For sure, he has um, he has perhaps had the opportunity of never having to do client reach out in his life and having opportunities coming his way. Uh, but this is. This is not the common thing for most artists. And I can speak for myself that this wasn't my case. I was always reaching out for opportunities. I was always reaching out to clients. I was always putting myself out there, um, um, you know, going to speaking engagements, traveling to New York to meet with agencies. I was always going after the opportunities. And I can say for many of the artists that I have interviewed here on the podcast that this holds true for them as well. For instance, with Alex Rochute, the Spanish lettering artist um, that is now living in New York, he, he mentioned that he was doing um, yearly trips to before moving to New York. He was doing yearly trips to New York to meet with agencies and publishers and to promote his work, right? So he was really putting himself out there. He was really um, he he also mentioned that he was updating his website, um, that he was really um, using every tool he had to do client reach out and make himself available Um, and, you know, going after those opportunities. Also, Peter uh, Sizer, a lettering artist and um, fine artist uh, from the Netherlands that was also in this in this podcast. He's now living in Paris and he spoke about, you know, he's one of the topics that I discussed with him during the podcast or during this interview was you know how did he land so many solo exhibitions, right? Which is kind of like a dream assignment for an artist. And he mentioned that he was just going around in Paris, talking to the galleries, and he was starting those conversations with galleries, right? So he was really—he um, was not waiting to be discovered. He was not waiting for the galleries to come his way he was going after those opportunities he was creating these opportunities for him himself right so wondering how to land dream assignments i'm running a free client outreach challenge to help you land your dream assignment in four days even if you're just starting if you're a lettering artist or illustrator and you have been struggling to land the right assignments Or if you haven't even started because you think there's too much competition out there, you wonder where to find the clients or how to even start a conversation, well, I have great news for you. Clients are hiring right now and they need your art to sell their products, connect with their audiences and tell their stories. But how can they find you if they don't know you're out there doing the awesome work you do? In this free four days challenge, I'm going to show you how to find those clients and turn your dream assignments into real assignments. Go to martinaflor.com slash challenge to join for free. We are starting soon go to martinaflora.com slash challenge and join. Now back to the show. I just want to make that point right there because although this may be true for some artists or for some specific artists like Luca Barcelona, that he mentioned that he never did client outreach and he always had jobs. um, I would say that the common Artists out there, or the 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 most of artists out there, are doing client outreach. Are finding ways to be present for their dream assignments. To, um, you know, they have the 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 habit of really making themselves uh, present, making themselves available, uh, and reaching out to clients. Right. I know that it made a difference. For me, when I started my business, Um, I was when I when I just started my business in lettering, when I opened my studio in lettering design, I was doing client outreach and I was using a specific method that I refined throughout the years and is the one that I share with my with uh, with my students and the members of my coaching programs and the one that I use for my business nowadays. Um, but I was using a specific way of reaching out to clients that um, proved to be more effective than just, you know, trying to um, to get any client out there. Right. So um, and what I was doing in the very beginning and I'm going sh- to share this framework with you at the end of the of the show. But just for now, I want to tell you that in the beginning of my career, I was doing um, client outreach and I was doing client outreach in the middle of my career and I'm doing client outreach nowadays. So it's really an ongoing work that you will never stop doing at any stage of your practice, at any stage of your business, and when I speak about reaching out to clients, I speak about several ways of doing that. Um, so it could be sending promotional material or going, um, you know, signing up for, for speaking gigs or um, really going to, uh, to uh, meetings or uh, meetups in my city or in other cities, right? So there's a, a couple of things you can do to do client reach out. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with cold calling or cold emailing. I don't know if that's a term, but we're sending emails, just bulk email to a lot of people, right? So one of the, and I want to touch now on one of the main mistakes that I see artists doing when they reach out to clients or to potential clients. Um, And one of them is that they don't narrow down their options. Um, So for instance, the most, the, the most common thing that I hear is, I would love to work internationally. How can I work internationally, right? And I always say that, you know, internationally is so vast, right? You really need to get um, down to earth. You really need to put a face on that that goal, right? Because when you speak about internationally, there's so many clients all around the world. So just... Going for internationally is just going for everything and nothing, right? So you really need to narrow down your options. Really choose what is the people you want to work with that are abroad. What are the clients abroad that you really want to work with and go after them, right? So this is one of the main mistakes that I see artists doing. They say, I want to work internationally, but, you know, internationally is so huge that they don't know... Where to start, right? And they don't start because it's just so unattainable, right? The thing number two that I see artists doing is to send emails asking for work. Um, Without, and with this I mean that you are demanding work, you're asking someone to give you work, as opposed to understanding what they need and addressing that need, right? Um, And this is something really we address in this challenge that I share with you in the very beginning. So all of these things that I'm talking about right now have to do, you know, are the things that we really address in this challenge. What does your, you know, what is your your, uh, ideal customer or your dream client thinking about? What are they worried about? What are their struggles? You need to understand this. You need to, you know, in order to help someone, you need to understand first what is the what is the thing that they need what are they struggling with right? And in this way uh, you can reach out in a much more effective way in a much more empathetic way to that person. you you can connect with that person a lot easier, right So that's the mistake number two that they just, send emails or call asking for work. Do you have something available for illustrator or lettering artist? As opposed to understand what they are looking for and kind of address that directly, right? Or present yourself as someone that can give them a service, someone that can help them, as opposed of them helping you by giving you a job, right? And the mistake number three, there's other mistakes around this but these are the the three most common ones as are that is that they don't have projects to they don't have projects to showcase their talents right so perhaps they reach out to clients and they don't direct them into projects in their portfolio that may be interesting for those clients or that may resonate with what they need, right? So for instance, you reach out to a client in publishing, just showing them a logotype you did for a bakery or for a local business, right? And this specific project will not necessarily showcase the talents that you have that could be very useful for that specific client, right? So um, instead, you could be reaching out to that client, showing or showcasing a book cover that you created, and this this format, this the way you present your project, the way you present the art that you do, already re- will resonate with your client a lot more, right? Because these are the things they are looking for. These are the things they work with every day and therefore they feel attracted to these kind of things. So you need to sort of talk their language um, in terms of what they are looking for and what are what is the kind of artwork that resonates with them. So now back to the steps that I wanted to share with you to do client reach out. So how do you make clients reach out as an artist? As I said before, this is really important. And it's not something you do once and it, you know those clients come back to you every time. It's something you constantly do. It's something that should be embedded in your business procedures. So it's something that you should be doing once a week or once every two weeks. But it's something that should be already in your calendar, should be planned in and built in your daily tasks, right? So one of the things you can start doing um, to implement client outreach um, in your business is to embed it in your calendar, to have it built in in your uh, weekly tasks, right? So the d- define a day in which you would like to do client outreach. For instance, in my case, I have a specific days in which I do invoicing. In my business, I don't invoice every day. If I finish a a project on a Tuesday, I would not necessarily invoice that project on that Tuesday. Um, I try to um, send invoices in bulk on Fridays, right? So Fridays is my invoicing day, right? The same way you can have a day where you do client reach out. And to do client reach out, you can follow the following steps. Number one, define the type of work you would like to be doing, right? And with this, I mean, this is what I mean when I say narrow down your options. You need to define what are your ideal um, assignments. What are what is the work you would love to be doing? Do you want to do book covers? Do you want to work with um, magazines and do illustrations for magazines? Do you want to uh, create logotypes and work with agencies, or do you want to work, uh, create logotypes and work with local clients or with small startups? Right. So define what would be your ideal. Client, what would be your ideal assignment, right? Um, and this will already narrow down your options, which is, which is, you know, we often think that the less options, uh, the worse, or the, the the more options, the the best. But in the case of client outreach, you need to narrow down so that you can really laser focus on connecting with those clients, right? The more you focus on those clients, the more chances you have on really connecting with them, talking to their needs and uh, or speaking to their needs and really um, making a mark in, uh, in their memory, right? Which is what you want. You want them to be memorable for your ideal clients, right? So first, you need to define who those clients are. You need to really write down, okay, this is, these are the, the assignments I want to do. And this is this is what I want to go next with my business, with my art, right? Number two, make your research and find the decision makers. That means once you define which kind of projects you want to do, you need to find first the clients or the companies uh, or the agencies that can assign you with those projects. And within that, within those uh, companies, or brands, you need to find the decision makers. And with decision makers, I mean the following. Decision makers are those that are directly going to assign you with that project. That's not going to be the CEO or the CFO of that company. It's going to be the art director that works in the department the art department right it's gonna be that editor that is editing that book right Um, it's not gonna be the author of that book it's gonna be really like the editor that is directing that project right so you need once you know which kind of projects you want to do you need to find the companies and the clients and the agencies and the publishing houses that could assign you with this project and within that, find the decision makers, and these are the people you need to contact. And oftentimes, the decision makers are not necessarily are not necessarily at the top of the company. Are those that are really um, in touch with that thing you want to create? So, for instance, the art director is in touch. Uh, the art director of a magazine is really in touch with creating the layout for that magazine, and it's probably the person who is gonna decide which illustrator, which lettering artist is the best one to create that headline. Does this make sense? Because oftentimes we think like, oh, we need to connect with that. You know, we need to to start a conversation with someone really up high in the the corporate ladder. And actually, you might need to start a conversation with someone that is really at your... um, at your same level, someone that is a designer or an illustrator themselves and are working in-house for that company, right? So find the decision makers. You can find several ways of connecting with them. Uh, One of them is in person, at meetups, right, Um, local events. Uh, Another place could be um, online, right? You can use LinkedIn or other networks that, you know, can really give you the direct access to these people, or really inform you who is in charge of that um, of that department in that company or that publishing house, right? So you need to do your research. Once you identify your dream assignment and you identify the people who can give you that um, that project, you need to do your research and find the decision makers. and Step number three: Connect with them in a way that resonates with with what they need and how you can help them. Always address how what you do could help them. Never request work. Never ask them for them to give you stuff. I suppose offer yourself to help them, right? And this you you can do through the way you word your emails, the way you word your um. Uh, your approach, the way you call them, and um, and you address the possible needs that that they have. Right, there are several ways in which you can address their needs, and one of them also is to show them parts of your work that really resonate with what they need. Right, as I said, as I mentioned before, uh, if you're approaching a publishing house to design a book cover, show them your artwork in the context of a book cover or show them a book cover that you have done in the past so that they can see what could be possible for them, right? So always connect with them in terms of what they need and not in terms of what you need, that you you want the job, right? And the step number four, which I mentioned right in the beginning, is really make this part of your business. Um, Really, client outreach is something that you should be doing every week, every two weeks, but it's something that should be built in your business. And um, for this, having a framework, having like a a system to do this in a consistent way, in a systematic way is really helpful. And again, I'm going to invite you to the client outreach challenge that we are running soon, uh, which I think is is really helpful in terms of providing you with this framework. Because I know that in my own experience, that not having a framework or not having a system equals just, you know, dropping the project at some point. When you don't have a system, it becomes so chaotic. You cannot keep track of who you contacted, when, who answered to you what did they say that really it becomes so chaotic that you just drop the project altogether right so in this client outreach challenge we're going to give you a framework and actionable um, steps that you can follow to reach out to your dream assignments and um, and do it consistently in a way that they will also want to work with you um, again and again right so Again, you can join the challenge on martinaflora.com slash challenge. And I will see you inside. We are starting soon and I'm really looking forward to see the results that it's going to create in you, in your business, and also in the business and the results of other artists that are joining the challenge. Um, remember that we are also going to open throughout the challenge. It's a four-day challenge, so we are going to open a. a a pop-up Facebook group where you will be able to connect with other artists that are on your same journey. So that it's already like a lot of uh, added value to just the challenge. Uh, and of, of course, I'm going to be there with you, for you to answer your questions and help you um, through your roadblocks. So I hope you will join the challenge and I will see you there. We're starting soon again. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that this Um, this episode was useful in terms of understanding some of the things that you should avoid when you're doing client reach out. Um, Also understanding why you should be doing client reach out consistently. And also, I hope that the episode provided you with some steps and frameworks that you can follow to do client reach out for your own business. So thank you so much for listening and see you on the next episode of Martina Floor's Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Floor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinafloor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye bye.